listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. That intro always cracks me up, and it is so not like me to have that type of intro for the podcast. But if you never have listened to episode one and how that intro came to be, then you would not know that that is totally not my personality, but you should go back and listen to episode one to figure out why I chose that little jingle as my podcast intro. Okay, so today I'm going to take a little bit of a step back, kind of a a pause here as we're talking about Pinterest marketing. I think this is a really good place for me to tell you the Simple Pin story. It's a story that I love to think about, I love to give thanks for, because it is one of those things that came about in such an amazing way. And I get a lot of questions about it. And I've talked about how Simple Pin came to be in some podcasts here and there, but I've never actually talked about it on my own podcast. So today I'm going to tell you that story and then hopefully as an encouragement to those who are thinking about developing their own Pinterest management company. I have also had a lot of questions about that lately. And those who are just need the inspiration of being an entrepreneur and the ups and downs that that brings. So I just hope that this is an encouragement. If you are not a storytelling type of person and you are all business, you just want some tools and some tips this probably will be a podcast that you might want to skip, which is completely okay. I'm not offended. I know everybody's not a story kind of person. So if that's you, you can push stop and move on to something else. But if you want to hear this story, I'm going to dive into that now. All right, so let's go back actually three years ago this time. It was November of 2013. And this was an interesting time in our lives personally because my husband had been unemployed for about a year and a half and he had been trying to get employment. And it was it was just coming out of that recession of 2008, but there just wasn't still any jobs out there, especially here in Portland, Oregon, where we live. And so we had applied for unemployment. And I was doing some part-time work for my friend, Angela, who runs Frugal Living Northwest. I had been a blog manager, blog contributor over there for about three years at this point, And I loved it. I loved what I did. And it felt like a really good fit. I understood the blogging space. I also managed Facebook. And right about this time too, Facebook had changed their algorithm. And for a deal blogger, November and December is big money. It's the time that you really try to push all the sales on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. It is a really good time to make money off of people making purchases. And that's just the nature of how it works. That's not like sketchy or underhanded. That's just what happens is you try to find the best deals for people so that they don't have to do it themselves. Okay, so we're at this point where I'm making this very part-time income. My husband's unemployment has actually just ran out. And because we had actually paid off all of our debt a few years prior, we were able to live pretty lean. Um, We did have food stamps. We did have WIC for our kids. And we really didn't know what we were going to do next. And so looking at this Facebook algorithm change, the income that we would kind of be losing as a result of 
the deal space losing income because of Facebook, because we weren't able to get that great organic reach, we felt kind of like there was really no other options. So one day I was working with Angela, we were talking about Frugal Living Northwest and what we were going to do with this whole Facebook thing. And she had watched a Pinterest course and her and I had actually spent some time, probably about eight months earlier, starting to think about Pinterest as a way to drive business, as a way to get traffic to the site. And it had been really successful so far, but it felt a lot like chance, like just kind of happenstance. Well, you know, we'll kind of see if this works, but nobody's really using Pinterest for business strategically. So I don't know if it's where we want to focus or put all of our eggs in that basket, even though at the time we had put all our eggs in the Facebook basket. So she said, you know, I'm wondering with this whole Facebook change and you guys needing income, if you starting to manage Pinterest accounts for people is a wise move. It's a wise side hustle. And I remember sitting at her kitchen table thinking, that sounds totally crazy. There's no one on the planet who would pay somebody to do that. That's nuts. And she said to me, like, just try it. Just how about you just figure out what you can find online? Are there other people doing it? How would you schedule? Because that also was going through my head was I couldn't even think of any idea as to how to schedule pins. Did that program even exist? And so I had to do this huge amount of research to try to figure out what was working and what was not working. So I committed to trying it and said, okay, I will give it six months and we'll see if this is going to work. And she said, you know, I have friends who would be really interested in this and they would be willing to take a risk on this if it would improve their traffic. So just know that that's there. We have a way to get clients. So I said, okay. So November and December, I spent researching. I took courses. I joined Facebook groups. I discovered Viral Tag. In fact, Viral Tag was one of the only programs out there at the time that did scheduling. I taught myself how to use it. I used the Frugal Living Northwest Pinterest account to see if I could actually schedule the pins, how it would work, to figure out a workflow. So how long was this going to take me? How much was I going to charge? And what was the cost of the programs? Basically, what was Simple Pin going to cost to run? So then in December, right after Christmas, we actually went on a family vacation with Angela's family. We were at the beach and we were sitting talking about what would the packages be that Simple Pin would offer. And we wanted it to be very simple, very clean. And I, quick pause here, I didn't actually come up with the Simple Pin name until that that day, actually, as we were driving out to the beach, my husband and I were talking And I was thinking about who I was and how I wanted to present this company to new clients, how I wanted it to be run. And the idea of Simple Pin came about. And so I thought, well, I'll call it Simple Pin. Well, I looked online and there was actually the domain Simple Pin had already been taken. And so I thought, well, let's do Simple Pin Media. And so we arrived at the beach. I had Simple Pin Media in my head. And then we started talking about the packages and the idea of simple drove what those packages would look like. They would be very clean, very clear cut. I wouldn't do any pin creation because that is not my skill set. I'm not good at graphics. My assistant does all my graphics. 
And so I wouldn't try to learn that because I felt like that was going to be a whole nother level of learning that I didn't have the capacity for at that time. So I didn't want to promise anything that I actually could not deliver on and feel confident about. So we came up with actually just two packages at the time after talking it through, and it was the standard package of 10 pins a day and then the max package of 20 pins a day. And there were a few other things in there that went along with those services. And they actually are still the services that I have to this day, but I have since added a full package, which is um, 30 pins per day. And you can get all this information on simplepinmedia.com. So as we typed these up, I went ahead and I bought the domain Simple Pin Media. I asked actually my assistant's husband to go ahead and design a very simple site. I had looked around at what I liked and being graphically challenged and I guess um, creatively challenged, I gave him some ideas. We went back and forth and I said, yes, I love it. This is great. So it was a very simple static site that just had my services who I was, and that was it. The next week, Angela asked two of her friends in the frugal deal blogging space if they would be willing to be beta clients for me. And two people agreed. And so I emailed them and I said, here's the deal. I am learning and I want to get really good at what I do. So I'm going to set things up. If things are confusing, if they're overwhelming, if they're not working, I need you to tell me because I want to make sure that this, whatever I do makes sense because that's what needed to be key is people had to understand what it was they were getting from me. And so they agreed and they came on and actually one of those clients is still with me today. So almost three years, which is absolutely crazy. And another one stayed with me about two years. So we started and I I learned my workflow. I learned how it was to manage two accounts in addition to the Frugal Living Northwest account, in addition to my Simple Pin account, which I had just created and filled up very minimally, but it it tended to take the back burner because obviously it wasn't something that somebody was paying me to do. It was just a part of marketing simple pin. Let's see. That was maybe January, February, March was spent working out a good workflow. I figured out how many hours it took me. I figured out how much I was making per hour. I put aside money for taxes and I created spreadsheets so that I could see what was happening within my financial portion of my business, but I also created a bunch of sheets for what was happening in the pinning side. How were their accounts growing? How were they improving? And at that time, all I had was follower number and Pinterest analytics. And so I put a lot of emphasis on those two things. Since that time, I now ask for read and analyze access to Google Analytics so I can get an even better picture of what's happening. So in March, those two original beta clients talked with a few of their friends and said, I am really seeing great traffic from this Pinterest management type of service that Kate is offering with Simple Pin. If anybody's interested, I think it might be a wise move given where Facebook had shifted for everybody. So that day I had uh, two people come to me. They were also frugal deal bloggers in that space. And they said, I would love for you to manage my account. Here we go. And I said the same thing to them, that they were still in beta. And there was a part of me that didn't want to let go of that beta 
um, I guess, type of, I don't know what you would, a label, I guess. I wanted to keep the beta label for as long as I could, because then I felt like it allowed me to make mistakes. And I think part of that was a lot of fear talking that what if this didn't work? It still felt so unreal that I was doing this on the side and making money and it was all just strange. So they agreed and they agreed to give me feedback and I learned about them. I learned what to get from them. I learned how to organize their content. And so at this time now I have five accounts on my plate and I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, but I feel I feel good though at the same time, as if this was still something that I could maybe add one or two more clients, but I couldn't really see it going any further than that. My husband at the time, you know, he did get a temporary job in December. So that was a huge blessing and praise because that was the same time we started Simple Pin and that was the same time that he got a job. It was also really stressful because we had three kids at home under the age of five. And so that was really overwhelming to try to manage mom, manage frugal living, manage Simple Pin and try to make them all work well. So we're kind of in this groove and we get up to uh, July and I had another one of their friends in the frugal deal blocking space come to me and say, I'd love to hire you. And it was somebody that I really, really looked up to. And I thought I have to take this client. This is going to be one of those things that I can see that it's going to make a big impact. So I agreed and six clients felt like just at the tipping point. And my prices, I should mention here, my prices hadn't changed. They were very much still the same and very still in that beta phase. Like, okay, you know, I'm still a side gig. Well, then July 8th of 2014, my daughter was suddenly diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And if anybody knows anything about that in children, it is very um, sudden. It is a, a quick thing. It's three weeks your child loses a lot of weight. My daughter's very thin. She lost 10 pounds within three weeks. She didn't really have 10 pounds to lose. Um, she drank a lot of water. She was hungry all the time. And if we had let it go any farther, she probably would have started vomiting and getting really sick. And at that time, it gets really confusing to diagnose the problem. And thankfully we had gone to the doctor and there were a few signs that kind of just alerted us. But literally the moment we got to the doctor, she sat me down and said, Eloise has type one. It's my daughter's name. And you need to go straight to the hospital. And I was devastated. I, I didn't even know how to process what had just happened. I had so many ideas about what type one diabetes meant. And my husband was overwhelmed, my kids, and it was this whisk away. We went home, grabbed our stuff, went straight to the hospital and spent the next two days there learning about how our life would look. And that moment stressed to me that I needed somebody else to help me with what I was doing, that if we still needed to keep this income going because we hadn't gotten to the place where we felt like we could let it go or let anything else go, then I needed to train somebody for these types of situations, for these emergencies. And I needed somebody to just help bounce ideas off of as well. But more importantly, in that moment, I needed somebody just to be a relief hitter. Basically, that's the best word. 
And so I hired my friend Debs and I asked her to try to find really awesome outside content for me. And she would help pin to these clients' accounts. And that was great because it takes it takes a very long time to adjust to a lifestyle of having a type one diabetic in your house. It's a completely new way of thinking. And by the way, side note, type one diabetics can have all the sugar they want. So it's kind of a funny joke that people offer type ones sugar free stuff when they actually don't need it. So interesting side note, something that we're kind of passionate about and is kind of a funny joke around our house. But anyway, um, so Debs had come on with me and we talked with, um, you know, a few people to figure out what was the best transition to introduce Debs to the client or did it still have to be me? And truthfully, uh, in July, I thought I was going to cap out at those, you know, six clients. It was just going to be Debs and I, we were going to be rolling this thing. It'll be great. We weren't going to grow. Well, then a couple months later in September, October, around this time, three years ago, I got, or actually two years ago, um, I had a really large recommendation from a friend who wanted to be a client as well. And she referred me to her blogging community. And I was hit with all these requests all of a sudden. And I was overwhelmed instantly with, I don't know what to do with these people. And so Angela, at the same time, had hired Leslie Samuel, who you heard from in the last podcast. And he was a business coach. And I emailed him right away and said, oh my gosh, please take me because I don't know what I'm doing. And that was also a pivotal point for my husband and I because we made the decision to go all into Simple Pin, that this was no longer a side gig, that we were going to take the risk and pursue Simple Pin to see how big it could grow. And we were going to see if that was going to release our family to do more of what we loved and what we wanted to do. And for us at that time, uh, my husband was trained to be a pastor. Uh, we had had some bad experiences where we had stepped away from the pastoral role and felt like we would actually never go back there. But there was some offers presented to him to do some what's called itinerant preaching. He basically fills in for people when their pastor is out sick or on vacation or has just retired. And that felt like to him, the perfect glove, like it just fit him so perfectly. But being an itinerant pastor doesn't make a whole lot of money. And so we needed to find a way to have what I do support our family so that he could do what he loved for a minimal amount of pay. And in our family, that was the best decision we could have ever made because I love what he does and he loves what I do and the lines do not cross. We do not work together. We we just, it's it, it, our businesses are better kept separate and that's how it works best. So Leslie took me on and he said, yes, I will be your business coach. And so he, we got on our first call and he said, I need to know all these things. Uh, what do you make? What is the business? Um, you know, what does it spend? You have one team member, or maybe I actually might've had two team members at the time, but you have these team members. Do you have a manual of expectations? Do you have all these things written down? And I had nothing. I had literally my website, with my services packages. And that was it. 
And he said, we need to get some foundations in place before we move forward. And so we spent the next four to five months firming up everything. How could Simple Pin grow? How could we keep um, the integrity of things being simple, but still increase the business? And I think he had bigger dreams to begin with than I did because I was, you have to remember at this time too, I still was hanging on to that beta idea and I was really afraid to step into it. And through this process, he encouraged me to trust it. Let's do it. Let's go into it. And so in that year, two years ago, right now is October of 2014, we went for it and Simple Pin grew to where today I now have 56 clients. I have 18 team members. Two of those team members have just been promoted to my team leads. I have an operations manager and Simple Pin is now running effectively and well to serve our clients the best they possibly can. And I want to make a note really quick here that that's a pretty big jump from two years ago going from eight, you know, six ish clients, seven, maybe to now 56 jumping 50 clients in two years. And I know for me lately, I've really struggled a lot with that whole comparison game that I read these blog income reports. I read about these people who are selling Pinterest products and I find it so discouraging because I, I take my eyes off of what type of growth I've experienced at Simple Pin. And I start to get really envious and I start to want what they have. And just this last week, I made the decision that I was no longer going to read um, income reports. I was no longer going to follow a few select business leaders who I highly respect. I think what they've grown is amazing, but I actually can't do it anymore because it takes my eyes off of where Simple Pin is going. And once I was able to do that, I felt such freedom to look at the great things that Simple Pin has experienced and the great growths and strides that we've made. Has this last two years been easy? Absolutely not. I have learned so much about communicating with clients. I have made some terrible mistakes. I have made terrible mistakes with team members. But one thing I've learned is that it's all a process. And if I get down on myself every time something goes bad, if I start to beat myself up, that doesn't do anybody any good. It only helps if we're going to learn from our mistakes and move forward to continue to create bigger and better. I don't think Simple Pin is anywhere near its peak. Like we're still growing. And I, I don't say just still growing as far as like financially and as far as number of clients, but I say growing as far as learning more about who I am as a business leader, who I am as a coach to my clients, who my team is, how I can coach my team. The fantastic part too is that many of my team members are now coming upon uh, two years. We're going into hiring them at different times over the, the past two years and they're growing with me and they're being flexible with all the things that Simple Pin is going through. In fact, just last week, I completely overhauled our training from where it was 
two years ago. And two years ago, it was a series of video screencasts showing my team member how to pin, what to pin, where to pin, how to use all these programs. It was very willy-nilly. It it made sense to some degree, but it left people with a lot of questions. And finally, it dawned on me, this has to make more sense. And so I created a whole teaching hub that goes through everything chronologically, it has forms and things and you know, video tutorials. It makes sense. But I would have never done that two years ago because that wasn't where I was at. I needed to create that now so that as team members come on, we all are on the same page. And that's really important to me. And I'll also share too, one of the great resources that I just picked up recently was this book called The E-Myth. And it's not... Um, an internet type thing, but it's the entrepreneurial myth. And I would highly recommend it to anybody who runs their business and wants to have the business serve them as opposed to serving the business. And that's, again, how we view Simple Pin. Simple Pin serves our life. We don't serve Simple Pin. And so I'm not always caught up in what's happening. I'm not overwhelmed with everything, but I am definitely investing so that we get the return that benefits our family. So I'd highly recommend picking up that book. I wish I could remember the author, but if you look on Amazon under E-Myth, it was probably one of the best books that I've read in quite a long time. And it helped me understand how to structure my team, how to structure my training, which is really how that idea of a more organized training was birthed, if you will. Um, and helped me see the personality of who I am and the people on my team. Now, one quick question that a lot of people ask me was, how did I know what type of team members to hire? There's a lot of virtual assistants out there that you can hire. There's Facebook groups. There's Upwork, I think it is. A lot of people that you could hire that would specialize in Pinterest management or social media management if you're going to grow your management company. But for some reason, I decided that I wanted a local team. So all of my team members are actually local with the exception of one who moved to California. And we can all meet at least four times a year. And there's such value in getting together, talking about what's working versus what's not working, and just connecting with each other to know that there's a face behind that email and there's a face behind that profile picture and that we're all invested in Simple Pin. And I should also note too that one of the great things that I love to do is I actually love to give them gifts. When Simple Pin has had a pretty good run, I love to have a party at my house with fancy cheese and fun little sparkly drinks because I want to celebrate them because I recognize that Simple Pin would not exist without them. And my job is to pour into them, to give them the skills they need to be a great pinner, but also to encourage them as a person and to mold them into how they can be the most effective account manager for Simple Pin. So I wasn't looking for people who had blog skills or had Pinterest skills already. I was looking for people who are dependable, honest, trustworthy, and I knew I could always count on them to defend or be loyal to Simple Pin. 
And every single one of my team members has been. They're committed to the Simple Pin mission. They want to do their best to make Simple Pin shine. And that is the essence of how Simple Pin has grown. Because without that team, there is no way on God's green earth that I could manage 56 clients well, and then at the same time grow a business. And a lot of other people ask me about uh, products and where that came into the whole mix. I see Simple Pin now as having four main distinct parts to it that also always need to be kind of tended to. And that is the client side of things, the team side of things, the products, and then the audience. There are two distinct audiences with Simple Pin now. There's the clients who come to us who don't want to do anything themselves. There's a few there that do still like to pin and start, you know, want to remain active. But for the most part, most of our clients come to us and they say, I just don't have time to pin. I don't like to pin. I don't even care about Pinterest. So can you just do it for us? And then I have that other side of people who like to DIY Pinterest themselves. And so that was an area that I tried to develop this last year in growing my audience and serving the people who want to DIY their Pinterest marketing, which is why the Facebook group has grown from, I think, 300 people to almost 2,300 people in the last year as people who really want to know how to market Pinterest themselves. So this has kind of been a weird thing as I've grown is I've never wanted to neglect the client side of things, but I've always wanted to keep that going really well to serve my clients and then also serve my audience. So I will say this last year has been a little bit of a weird balance for me, but overall, it's been a really good stretch to put myself out there a little bit more. I don't think of myself as a Pinterest expert at all. What I think of myself as is kind of like a Pinterest guide. I am a person who's just walking in front of everybody else and I'm just figuring this whole thing out as we go and trying to do the best I can and then communicating back to the people behind me, hey, here's what I'm seeing. But I also know that things can change anytime, which is why I never want to call myself an expert because I don't know at what point... Um, Pinterest will change things and anything that I say will no longer be valid. So I'm always careful with what I share. Is it true? Is it business building? And is it is it helpful? Is it something that people can grab onto and actually take action on? So anyway, that is kind of all, all the simple pin story, kind of how we're growing, where we're going. Our hope now is actually to hit that 75 client mark. I never thought that I would hit 50. In fact, Leslie and I were talking about a year ago and he said, I could totally see Simple Pin hitting 100 clients. And I thought he was nuts. In fact, I was actually scared. And I said, no way. That's just too, that's too big of a risk for me or that's too big and we're good. Let's stick at 40 because 40 feels comfortable. And so a lot of this process has been moving me out of that space of feeling comfortable to say, all right, we're going to, we're going to go for it. We're going to test out this, or we're going to add more clients. And now at 56, I just, I feel overwhelmed and grateful that people trust us with their Pinterest marketing, because it's not something we take lightly because we understand that transition of allowing somebody else to manage your account. And managing your social account speaks a lot to who you are and what you care about. And so that is never lost on me. And I'm forever grateful that people continue 
to contact Simple Pin, to get on our wait list, to be able to have us manage for their account is just beyond amazing. So within the next year, I think one of the things that I'm going to pursue as a Simple Pin you know, owner and teacher is how to teach other people how to be Pinterest account managers um, that are the same as my team members are, dependable, loyal, honest, and they have these great skills. So look for that in the coming year. I don't know if it'll be, I haven't set a date for that yet, but it's something that I hope to coach and train people in because I think it's important to have wise Pinterest voices out there who speak good words about Pinterest and not crazy because I'm all about getting rid of the crazy talk about Pinterest. So if you have any questions, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 27 and you can ask me any questions about the Simple Pin story. You can ask me about Simple Pin management. I would love to help and see what your questions are. And we'll have all the show notes too. I don't know if there'll be a lot for this one because it is more just the Simple Pin story, but at least you can kind of see the benchmarks along the way as to how Simple Pin has grown and the things that I've put in place and the resources I've used that have really helped me grow and helped me get to the point where I'm at, where I'm not only just managing those eight accounts anymore, but managing 56 and still growing. So thanks so much for listening and I hope y'all have a great day.